0: I'm Ben Amos. Join me as we dive deep into how some of the best in business, marketing, content creation and education wield powerful and effective stories to engage audiences and drive action. Welcome to Engage With Story. All of my senses went into overdrive. All that is, except for the one that I needed most at that very moment. The cool wind stroked gently across my face and the smell of the bushland around me brought freshness from the recent rain. I tasted saliva in my dry mouth as I swallowed in anticipation and listened. The blindfold sat heavy across my eyes, and the sweat was starting to cool above my brow. Suddenly, I heard someone slide softly behind me, and moments later I felt a rush of movement forward and to the right – A loud cry of victory startled me as I realised the game was up. My flag had been captured and I'd failed to protect it from the oncoming team's advance. I was about 14 years old and one of my favourite games to play whilst on one of many scout camps was Capture the Flag where one willing team member was blindfolded and had to protect the flag at their feet from a silently creeping opposing team as they approached. The joy in such games and others like it came from the excitement and nervous energy that comes with a loss of a key human sense, such as sight. But despite the fun, adventure and challenge that an imposed lack of sight brings to the game, the truth is, it makes things bloody hard, so I'm sure you recognise. You see, I liken this situation to what, unfortunately, many of us in business are experiencing day to day, a lack of sight that results in the job we have to do being so much harder, whether that be protecting the flag or growing our business. Welcome to episode 13 of Engage With Story. I'm Ben Amos and today I want to lift the blindfold for you as we explore how developing, refining and owning your story will bring clarity to your brand's adventure. Now my guest today has been in advertising for 30 years and has been seriously focused on story marketing for the past 10 or so years. He's the founder of Business of Story, and through his 10 step story cycle system, he helps business leaders and communicators achieve epic growth for their enterprise and their people. Now, I'm a big fan of his Business of Story podcast as well. Now, in the podcast, he features authors, content marketers, and brand leaders who share their storytelling tips and techniques. Now, you're really in for a treat today as I bring you my chat with Park Howell from Business of Story. Now, today's episode takes a bit of an interesting twist as you'll be joining us as Park coaches me and my personal brand, Engage Video Marketing, through his story cycle process. You'll be able to see the real value in business storytelling as, along with Park's help, I workshop my own story and come to a realisation or two that I wasn't expecting as my own story blindness is lifted. Now, if you'd like to follow along at home as we walk through the Business of Story DIY workbook in this episode, then I strongly suggest you press pause now. Head on over to businessofstory.com and download your own copy of the workbook now. Okay, are you ready? Let's get into the show. All right, Park Hell, welcome to Engage with Story. Thanks for being
1: here, mate. Oh, Ben, thanks so much for having me. We got acquainted a couple of weeks ago and then you put the invite out and I said, absolutely, we'd love to do this.
0: Absolutely, and I've been a, a fan of your podcast, Business of Story, for a while now. And um, you I know, really love the passion that you have for, for brand storing, telling, and helping people In the corporate world and and in life i guess understand the power of of owning their story and uh you know before we get deep into the chat today i'd love for you uh, to introduce yourself a bit more to to the listeners of engage with story and tell me you know where did your passion for story come from Oh, well, thank you for
1: that. I uh, grew up in the Seattle, Washington area, up in the Pacific Northwest, and I was, been one of seven kids that my parents had in nine years, so there was a lot of us little howls running around, and I was number five in the food chain, so you can imagine you had to tell a pretty good story to get your own rightful nutrition within our family growing up and it was just a family full of storytellers from my grandparents on down to my youngest sibling I went to school and I studied uh, communications and journalism at Washington State University I got a degree in that and I also got a degree in music composition and theory always loved music and I was always curious how music and creativity truly work to move the mind and connect people Then I went on for 30 years in the advertising world, and I ran my own ad agency for 20 of those years. But around 2005, it just stopped working. The ads that we were running just didn't connect like they used to. They weren't moving the needles for our clients, and our clients were getting pissed off. And quite honestly, I was starting to lose my interest in advertising in general as digital took on a stronger Uh, form of media communication for us. And I found much less creativity happening in the uh, digital arena. And I just went soul searching. My agency, you know, we hit 2008 like everybody did in the worldwide recession triggered by those wonderful gents on Wall Street over here. We were all terribly impacted by it. I was lucky because I had a couple clients that still had some nice retainers with us. So we were able to survive that and get through. But while I was going through that and keeping us you know, patched together for four years. I started studying storytelling because our middle son was studying um, going to film school in Hollywood. He has since graduated and he's a, a filmmaker and a motion designer in Hollywood. And it was his work and me studying the same things that he was studying as he was getting his degree that became my aha that I realized that brands had to communicate in a different way than they used to. They no longer own the influence of mass media because now the masses are the media and they own the brand story and that's really what kicked my ass, got me out of the ad world. I I wound down my agency two years ago and all I do is focus on helping leaders of purpose-driven organizations clarify their stories to grow their revenue and amplify their impact.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, that's a, a pretty clear brand positioning statement that you've got there. And, um, you know, I th- I was really interested to explore with you, you know, who you actually work with in this way. But you know, you've defined it really well there of, of purpose-driven purpose driven leaders. Yeah? Is that yeah, right? Yeah, and
1: what I mean by that too, Ben, is I, I just don't care to work with people that are just selling something, selling mm. stuff. And I never have. It's funny thing about my agency is we always – had a way of attracting organizations that were truly making a difference. We did a lot of work in the sustainability world and social cause world, or even with some big brands, Coca-Cola, we would work with some of their internal teams about initiatives that actually empowered people versus just selling them, you know, a beverage. And it's just something I've always been interested in. But in this day and age when people own the megaphone, it is so hard to cut through the clutter. And, rise above the noise of what I call the cacophony of communication and I think that is especially true for purpose-driven organizations and yet it's more timely now than ever to get them to rise above the noise because they're the groups that are gonna help us with climate change. They're the groups that are gonna help us end poverty. And these are regular brands. These are brands that sell stuff too, but they stand for something greater than just selling you a product or service. They actually are trying to empower their people and empower their customers through their brand offering.
0: And I imagine the importance of this is is not just for those Large organisations, those large corporations who are who are moving with the times, I guess. But um, you know, what about the smaller businesses, or or the solopreneurs, or you know, the small to medium businesses across the world? You know, how how important is story and owning their story? Do you believe?
1: Well, it's important in everybody's life, from the solopreneur on up, and really the the brands that we primarily work with that I really enjoy working the most with is that solopreneur up to that emerging company what i mean by the emerging company is usually a mom-and-pop shop they've been around five to ten years They're doing between two and maybe ten million in revenue they have a tremendous business model and it's working for them they're making money they're growing rapidly but they don't have a story and they're hiring lots of people but they don't have a story to get them all pulling into they have bankers and investment uh, folks showing up to invest in their companies but they don't have a story to tell them and maybe most importantly, they might be seeing a lot more competition showing up because people are seeing the success that they're having and they have yet to do a good job of defining their brand position in the marketplace or their brand story. Those are the groups that I love working with because you get to work with the decision makers. There's urgency to their cause and you can demonstrate how powerful story is for both their personal brand development for their influence and their professional brand development to grow, again, their revenue and their and to amplify their impact in the marketplace.
0: Yeah, Parker, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Look, as a video production agency owner and a a, and a video storyteller um obviously this is something that that we help our clients do every day in in my agency business but here at engage engage with story the podcast and engage video marketing my personal brand you know i'm raising my hand high in the air right now and saying i am guilty as well of uh not really having clarity on the story Um, that that really drives engage with with story or engage video marketing so one of the uh, great things that i want to achieve with you today on this podcast chat for the benefit of our listeners is actually working through your uh, awesome story cycle process and uh, for those listeners who are interested in learning more about this um, business of has all the uh, ways to get in touch with park and we'll talk more about that at the end but what what I've asked Park to do today is to come on and actually run me through, or run engage video marketing through his story cycle process. And interestingly, uh, we we uh, reached out first of all, and I downloaded his uh, interactive workbook, which is a very powerful tool to get started on this process. It's um, it's actually. What's the title of it? It's Own Your Story, The DIY Guide to Crafting and Telling Compelling Brand Stories That Sell. And I was blown away by the detail in this, by the way, Park. Um, Really, really awesome uh, PDF that's really valuable for any business. Uh, Now, I've started filling this out for Engage Video Marketing. I think Park's saying this is the... I've sent it through uh, just before our chat today. And... um, I'm going to basically hand over a little bit to Park here uh, and we're going to hand over the reins of the podcast and see where this takes us. What do you reckon? Well, this will be fun. I mean,
1: literally, uh, I have not looked at this. I was up today looking at the eclipse, as maybe your listeners have heard, you know, came across America the first time in, what, 109 years that it covered from sea to shining sea. And uh, I'm in Arizona. We were up in northern Arizona, and we caught roughly, they said, between 70 and 75% of the, the eclipse. So we were up there with our special goggles on, watching it, and seeing the little sliver of the sun. It was quite a lot of fun. I got a note from Ben that he wanted to do this on the podcast, and I had not had a chance to literally, right now, open up his PDF. So we're going to just dive in, and we're going to start with Chapter 1 of the Story Cycle process. And let me quickly uh, bring your listeners up to speed on what this is. The Story Cycle is a 10-step process that I created from uh, American mythologist. Joseph Campbell, who created the 17-step hero's journey, which is a universal structure or pattern to storytelling that has been around since the beginning of time. You see it throughout Hollywood in those movies. And I just simply modified it, mapped it to 10 steps to help a brand use the same approach that a screenwriter might take to, to create a movie to start truly authoring your brand story. And it's important because it helps you become... Uh, connect on a more human level instead of a business academic level. So chapter one here that uh, Ben filled out is it's the backstory. what I'm all I'm, we're trying to do here is to identify what is your number one position in the marketplace. So your story can't take off until we understand what you do better than anybody else in terms of features and benefits. There's very little emotionality at this point. Mm -hmm. We just want to functionally know what you do better. So I had uh, Ben in the book, he goes through this four step process in chapter one and I asked him what industry are you in at a very high level and you said the training and education industry. Yep. So we know you're not a used car salesman, we know you're not a vacuum cleaner, Uh, salesman. We know that you're not in, in high tech. We know you're not in a lot of these areas. But what we do know, you're in the training and education industry. All right. So then we want to start boiling this down. Think about landing a plane. We're going to land this brand plane. We're coming down to approach now. And I want to know what category within this industry do you work in? And you said digital marketing. So digital marketing in the training and education industry. So I'm assuming by reading this that your clients are people that are in the training and education business and you provide them with digital marketing to help them expand their reach in this particular industry. Is that correct?
0: Not exactly, and maybe I've misinterpreted somewhat, but um, the industry, I've interpreted that as being, uh, you know, what I what I do. So, you know, the way that I work with people is in training and education around digital marketing. So, um, Oh, okay, I got you. Okay. Yeah, so maybe it's more in the, the communications industry, I guess. Uh, I might flip that, yeah. yeah.
1: I might say your industry is the communication industry. Your category is digital marketing. Mm-hmm. And then your specialty within digital, and it might be training and education of digital marketing is your category, and then your specialty is online video strategy. That's, yep,
0: that's the one. Hmm.
1: So you might think about flipping that, so what we're trying to do is boil down Ben's um, number one position statement, which we'll get to in a minute here, to rise him above the noise of that cacophony of communication world that I talked about, because we live in this land of abundance and there are abundant people offering abundant digital marketing training and education, and even abundant people doing it with online video and video strategy. Mm. So there's not a scarcity of this people can buy this a lot of places where it becomes scarce is what ben and his group offer that is different not better but different than what everybody else offers you're going to automatically be better because better than the next guy is just the cost of doing business but i'm really curious how are you different because that's what's going to set you apart so we get down to your position statement you wrote ben amos from Engage Video Marketing is the go-to resource for industry-leading information and education around how to engage audiences and grow businesses through effective online video strategy. So, there, d- even that doesn't really define you or make you different. It's like I think there's wake, still.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, what do you do, Ben? That is unique to engage video marketing what is it that is uniquely your own is it your own process
0: is it how you go about it what makes you different look I, th- I we do have ways that I approach the process and you know uh, structures and I guess proprietary systems that I I help people understand which I think is a strong part of what what I do through engaged video marketing but for me I I've always believed I guess my superpower in a way is is in making things easy for people to understand so taking perhaps complex ideas uh, or you know more complex uh, procedures and processes and just making them a what in a way that people can uh, can understand much more cleanly and
1: do your processes underscore that absolutely can you be can you be the easy guy the guy with the Easiest way to understand uh, digital marketing through your you know effective online video strategy. Can you own that easiest position? And do people care about the easiest position? And will they pay top dollar for the
0: easiest position? I don't know if it's necessarily easy as in um, as in simple, but uh, you know easy to understand as in. Uh, you know, easy to wrap your head around a complex idea and to apply it in a way that makes sense and is effective. So, you know, I, I guess there's that difference between something being, you know, easy and therefore, you know, just dead simple that a, a child can do it, I guess, versus easy mm-hmm. to understand so that complex ideas can be understood and then implemented. Does that make sense?
1: Okay, yeah, easy, s- simple. And I'm just, I'm doing some, um quick notes here. So we're going to keep going and we can always come back to this. Mm. But what I'm hearing is that you've got the insight and the processes to make this help people activate their online digital marketing, um, especially through online video as easy as possible. Well, really solely through online video strategy.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Focused on online video strategy. And I think the other part of that positioning perhaps is around the idea of being a practitioner as well. So, you know, having run and continuing to run an online video strategy agency as our as our core business um you know we're really in the trenches i guess and and implementing this for our clients so through engage video marketing i'm taking that education of, of that we're learning in this changing digital landscape and sharing it with others
1: and you're training you're teaching them how to do it for themselves exactly
0: yeah Okay,
1: so let's move on then to, and that's uh, for your listeners, these are the questions they ask, what industry are you in, what category do you serve, what's your specialty within that category, and what do you do better than anybody else in that specialty? Really get that defined. So we go to chapter number two, who's your hero, or another way to ask this question is who cares? I mean, who are your customers, your audiences that care that you offer this, uh, what you just declared in your position statement? Yeah. So in your case, you've got down your audience. First audience is a video producer, audience number two is the marketer, and audience number three is the business owner or entrepreneur. We always ask too in this chapter as you're going through the workbook is what do they want? So why don't you read to us what your video producer wants.
0: So my target audience number one is video producers because that is me. Um, I see that through engaged video marketing. I'm serving who I was three or four years ago, um, you know, through the information I've learned in that time. So uh, the video producer, what do they want? To to grow their business, reach more clients and achieve bigger budgets for their corporate video work to better understand digital marketing and online video strategy so that they can confidently assist their clients in reaching their marketing goals through video. So I hope that kind of wraps it up nicely.
1: Yeah, no, 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 that's good. And I was just reading through that as you were going through. What emotionally do they want in this?
0: I think, well, emotionally they want that confidence in a, what is really a, a changing uh, you know, digital landscape. And as video producers, they're they're confident in their craft of filmmaking. But I feel that they're increasingly feeling left behind by the digital marketing landscape, which they need to be... Educating their clients around in order to better sell the video production that they, you know, is their bread and butter. I guess. So I wrote
1: that down, underlined it, put quotes around it. They feel like they're being left behind Mm. by a digital, digital video landscape that is constantly changing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So that's probably a very big driving thing that that motivates them. And boy, if they could get ahead of this, then they could do everything else that you talked about in growing their business and everything, you know, and and helping with their clients and providing the smart video digital strategy. But they first have to get themselves in that position and you are their guru or their guide to help them get there. That's right. Yep. Okay. All right, so your marketer, what does your marketer want?
0: So a marketer, for the marketers, it's really about staying up to date. Again, it's the same thing of not being left behind. Same thing. Um, yeah. But they're probably you know, more confident with digital marketing strategy, but it's the online video space specifically, which is just changing so fast, that a marketer potentially is starting to feel left behind as well. So um, yeah, that's audience number two. And number three, business owners and entrepreneurs, what do they want? Look, same thing again. It's um, you know, not being left behind. They're seeing more and more video content being used in digital marketing strategies. They understand that for their business, um, they need to be using that uh, as an effective tool, and they're feeling lost and confused, um, perhaps overwhelmed. I think overwhelm's a really big thing for all of these target audiences. Around, you know, there's so many possibilities around using video effectively across digital marketing, and. Um, it's easy to just not take action because you don't know what to do and and where to focus your efforts. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, so that, that overwhelmed, that concept just keeps coming up and what I ask you to do as you're thinking through this And if you haven't really dialed in your number one position statement, that's okay because this is all an iterative process. Get something written down in your workbook and then continue on. And as you go through your audiences, as Ben has done here, he's identified what they physically want. And that's important. But what I'm really curious is emotionally what is it that they got to overcome in order to get what it is that they physically want and you're talking about this overwhelm this fomo fear of missing out of being left behind everything's changing so fast i don't even know where to go from there so now we're starting to build some real emotional linchpins that you can use to say look we've got a service that can help you stay ahead we can we've got a service that can fast forward you in the digital video realm, you know, that says that you can be the leader versus them. It's easy, we simplify the complex, and we, you know, it's like camera's action as quickly as possible for you. So start thinking about this in a very human level and and a gut feels so often, Ben, I'll just ask myself, what does this feel like? So I'll write a position statement or I'll write a a messaging, something around a a persona and whatever, in this workbook, by the way, you do do customer personas. And then I'll close my eyes and say, what does it feel like? What I just wrote, the sentiment I just captured what does it feel like cuz i'm almost always more interested in what your gut feels than what your head thinks mm. because everybody makes their their initial decisions um from their gut from their subconscious mind and then they you know irrational mind from their emotional mind and then they back up that decision with ad hoc rationality as to why they made it it's not the other way around so always ask yourself what does this feel like to me do i does this feel right Am I capturing what my um, target audiences are feeling? And then you move into chapter three here, of what's at stake? So you first want to examine what's at stake for you and your brand, what it is, the short, medium, and long-term goals that you are trying to achieve. And in that case, those are very much milestones as to by such and such a date, I want to grow by this, by such and such a date, I want to have this many users, customers, or I want to be making this much money. Um, Then you want to shift over into these three audiences and what's at stake For them, what is it that they want that you are in position to help them to get? Because you help them get what they want They will go out of their way to help you make sure that you get what you want in meeting your short, mid, and long-term goals, and they won't even know they're doing it. So in your case, with your three audiences, your video producer, marketer, and your business owner, what's at stake for each of these? And where maybe is there a
0: consistency across these markets
1: as to what's at stake for them?
0: I think the stakes really come down to what we were talking about before around the idea of being left behind. So you know, I think ultimately in the short term, for the video producers, the marketer and the business owner, what they're, what they're feeling is that short term stakes that's at play there of the idea of if they're not on top of using online video strategically within their, their marketing or for their clients, then potentially they're being left behind. Potentially other people are moving forward faster than them. And that's going to impact on the bottom line of their business. So, um, And I think the difference between the business owner, it's their business, for the video producer and marketer, it's both their clients that they work with and therefore their own business. So that's really what's at stake, I think. So, and you keep going back to kind of a,
1: you know, that negative bias that we all share of not being wanted, you know, left behind, but what's also at stake for them in the positive side? That if they don't, so in the negative side, if they don't act, this is what they stand to lose. But in the positive
0: side, what do they stand to gain? So absolutely to gain is really the idea of positioning themselves as as leaders in their industry, because video is where it's moving to. Uh, digital marketing is becoming increasingly more and more video centric. And, you know, for video producers who are Traditionally focused on the craft of video making, um, to be able to add that strong skill set of uh, being a video strategist into your video production toolkit, I guess, really positions you much more highly in your your target audience's uh, point of view, and for marketers as well, like they're expected to be. Jacks of all trade to understand digital marketing or or marketing across the gamut of of op uh, of opportunities. And you know I think having that uh, high level of skill set and understanding around online video specifically you know really helps to position them better in their market. And same for the business owners, you know, like it's going to allow them to reach more of their ideal audience more effectively in the medium that their audiences want to consume, which is, which is of course, video content.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And as you were talking, I'm just going back to writing down, working through this chapter one, your industry... You know, might even be, I might start with advertising and marketing is the industry that you're in. Your category may well be video digital marketing. Your specialty is consulting, training, and education. Um, And I'm thinking consulting in there just to make sure that people understand that you're not training this in schools, but this is consulting and training people how to do it and i still haven't arrived at your number one specialty but i think i'm now getting a little bit closer as i have a better understanding of what you really do of of teaching people you are the number and you are in australia
0: yep
1: whereabouts in australia so on the sunshine coast in uh, queensland Queensland. that's right Queensland now are you looking for a reach outside of your particular region there are you looking at countrywide continent-wide uh, international reach or where what, what are you thinking for the growth of your yeah company? for
0: engaged video marketing it's all about um, global global reach um, you know we're talking about uh, you know online courses we're talking about the podcast we're talking about um, you know, e-books and and books and publication and speaking opportunities, that sort of thing is how how we aim to, or how I aim to reach uh, this target audience. Whereas my online video agency based here on the Sunshine Coast, our target is much more geographical based, based on clients we can physically work with. Okay, so you will be an
1: international resource then, both online and off, to help digital marketers, okay. Sorry, okay, I'm just riding away. If you're wondering what that silence is, all right, so let's keep going through this. So we've gone through the first three. Chapters, and here's the basic things to ask yourself as a listener here. Chapter number one is what do you do better than anyone else? Chapter number two, who cares? Who's your audiences? Chapter number three is what do they want? What's at stake for them that you're offering actually helps? Now, the workbook, as Ben mentioned earlier, is a bit of a deeper dive into this. I've got an example of how I use it on my own brand. But um, it's really meant to make you think through all of these answers and articulate them, write them down so that you can get super clear on what your story is and how it comes together. So um, we move in then to chapter four. I'm going through this. and uh, Chapter four is the call to adventure. This is the inciting incident that really propels your story forward because you're asking your audience to shake themselves out of status quo. And... you know, level themselves up through your offering. And it's in chapter four that you start creating your unique value proposition. Unique value proposition, to me anyways, is how you humanize your number one position in the marketplace. So as I mentioned, define the number one position in the marketplace as functionally, what do you do better than anybody else? This is now making it more emotional. So how do you turn that function into emotion that people can start really rallying behind? And we take you through um, this kind of five steps of boiling this information down. Um, have you done the yours yet? No, yours is not filled out yet, Ben. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I got stuck on a little bit of it. I have to throw my hands up here. There's, um, yeah. we, we, I really enjoyed the and button therefore process um, of, of the workbook. Yeah. Um, can you see that there? I've got that here and
1: what Ben's talking about is this great process that I learned from my good friend Dr. Randy Olson who wrote a terrific book called Houston We Have a Narrative. Randy teaches scientists how to do a better job of communicating and using this very foundational, functional element called the and button therefore. And I call the and button therefore, the ABT, the, um, the DNA of story because you can use it for every single communication piece you have. And we don't have time to go into the whole and button therefore, but it's set up problem resolution. And in your case, Act 1, the setup is the way that brands communicate to their consumer has changed, and video has now become one of the most effective and widely embraced forms of digital marketing. So you've the setup is you make a statement of, of, of agreement that everyone you know, can say, yep, yeah, I see what you mean, and you want to kind of raise the importance of that. But then you inflict the conflict or the contradiction. But, or however in this case, with the barrier to entry required to produce video content now being so low and the number of publishing platforms of video increasing exponentially, resulting in an avalanche of average content and increasing difficulty for brands to cut through in their market. Again, I guess speaking to my cacophony of communication, you're trying to rise above. Everybody can do this. It's the land of abundant content, and therefore, how do you rise through it? That's the big but or the conflict that Ben's company responds to. And their response in Act 3, their therefore resolution is, Therefore, by integrating online video with a defined and effective strategy in place that aligns content with clear goals and measurements for success brands, are able to stand out, cut through, and move their ideal customer authentically to action hey, long through sentence, video. <laughs> Deep breath. I could have yeah, that's that. okay. That's okay. All we're really trying to do is, is yeah, to collect your thought here. And it's a way to really refine everything you've done to this point and get it to that and, but, and therefore statement. And you've done it. I guess it's kind of similar to my own world. Um, my end button, therefore, statement that is caught in the book as an as a example, let me just give it to you. I've been in advertising, in fact, I used this on you at the beginning of the show, but it's good to always have this at the back of your head. It's a great little elevator speech. I've been in advertising for 30 years and I've helped companies and organizations, large and small, experience epic growth for their enterprises and the people within them. That's my end statement. But. However, in my case, however, technology has leveled the communications playing field. Brands used to own the influence of mass media, but now the masses are the media, and our messages are drowning in a cacophony of communications. Therefore, to rise above the attention economy, smart brands are evolving from promoters of stuff to publishers of meaningful content that empowers audiences and moves people to action through the power of story. So that, what Ben has done here and what you know, we coach you all to do is what is your and button there for? What is your setup? What is the problem that you are responding to and make it as you know, deep and, and, and problematic as possible. The greater the problem, the more urgency there is about your brand offering. And then what is it that you ultimately offer to help get them there? So Ben, what I keep hearing in yours is, is um, like pace to market. Urgency—they—they're feeling like they're being left behind, but you have the product and the systems and the education that they can take to fast forward their leadership position in the in the um, digital yeah. video. world. Yeah, and I
0: think um, you know, as we've just been talking here, I've been able to gain a lot more clarity on my own thoughts, and you know, some of the my the gaps that I've left in the workbook so far are around some uncertainty um in in my own positioning um which i'm starting to gain a lot more clarity just as we're talking now um you know because i think you know even when we come back to the the first position statement that i wrote in chapter 1 there originally um prior to us talking it it didn't have any real defining positioning in there and um you know i'm really seeing the value here in in breaking this down and and looking at it through the lens of of the workbook here and and then going back and refining what you've got in the earlier earlier chapters is that the way to approach it Yeah, very much so.
1: You don't have to have, and you never will, for the most part, have all the answers the first time you go through the workbook. It is a a complete iterative process. It gets you to think. And and it has you bouncing your ideas off of other people. Well, what about this, Ben? What about that? Uh, And it opens it up. So that other people outside looking in can be there to help you with your own story as you're creating it, because we're also in the trenches, we're also embroiled in what we do day in and day out, that unless we have an intentional approach like the workbook to work through, and then be uh, able and being open and comfortable to bouncing it off of lots of smart people to help you refine it, uh, mm. it's tough to do it by ourselves. So one thing I would say, and just what I'm learning now in yours, know, because literally I knew nothing about this brand 34 minutes ago, and looking at your book, and it's helping me get a better idea. especially if you are going to be offering this online and you're going to have a training program around it, then I believe you need to have a branded platform, much like I have through the business of Story, is my branded platform, but my story cycle system. Is my proprietary system, the system that I use that has proven itself. Um, and it's caught in my position statement. You know, the business of Story is the number one resource for professional services firms to achieve epic growth for their enterprise and people through the proven power of the Story Cycle system. And by the way, even that position statement has been refined since I wrote that. And I need to do a bit of an update on the book because I had a very smart gentleman by the name of Greg Head, who does this for a living too, but in a different realm, help me even clarify my position um, more so. But what I've got going for me is my platform of business, a story that nobody else has in the branding world. It's my own unique platform and my proprietary story cycle system that has proven itself like you're going through right now that takes them through it. Well, if you are essentially doing the same kinds of things but yours is educating and consulting around how best to do digital video marketing and you've got systems that really work and make it easy and are measurable and accountable, then by all means, Ben, get a brand on your system Your platform can be overall engaged video marketing, cool, but your system that nobody else has that makes you different, and by the way, is better, but people don't buy because it's better, it's because it's different and it's proven, would be this platform that you have that you're gonna put online and the training you're gonna do and whatever it is you are going to call it and then fill that brand vessel with the story of how it came about, why it works, who it's working for and how it can work for you, your potential customer.
0: Yeah, so I have um, a, I call it the online video strategy blueprint, which is, I guess, um, my proprietary system. But as we're having this conversation, I'm realizing just uh, how how I can wrap some some more structure, particularly around simplifying and putting some different language around what I've already what I've already put out to the marketplace uh, in an initial way. Um, to improve on that and make that aligned much more closely with with the brand story that we're talking about, rather than it just being a you know a, another piece of content, making yeah. making it rather a very strongly part of our story, a, a you know a significant pillar in the engaged video marketing story. Because it
1: it's what starts making you different. It it starts it separates you from your competition, from all the other people out there that are saying the same things. Yeah. You know, and you might even add success to that, online video success blueprint. Yeah. It's not just a blueprint, but it's a blueprint that's gonna take you somewhere. The online video success blueprint that will fast forward your leadership role in the digital video marketing realm. And I kinda like fast forward being play on words, you know, fast forward Uh, video. That's gonna fast forward you. It also speaks of ease. Uh, but now you have starting to have li- like little story elements that starts building around you know, engaged video marketing. So engaged video marketing in and of itself is fine. It doesn't really stand out. But, you know, business story is fine. It says what I do and yours says what you do. But now you need to deliver the goods in a product such as this educational platform, such as my Story Cycle system that people can use to level their game up. In my case, I'm helping you level your brand story up, clarify your story to grow revenue and amplify your impact. That's the three things you get out of my story cycle system that can only be found at the business of story. So what I wanna know from you when you engage with Ben's work, you are going to fast forward your leadership role in the digital marketing industry through the use of Ben's online video success blueprint that can only be gotten through the Engage Video Marketing website. See how that now all of a sudden you got a three part story that you got deliverables, you're going to fast forward as a leader in this area. Um, Through a proven system. I'm just not making this stuff up. I'm going to actually teach you and you're going to have measurable, accountable uh, metrics in this to see you do this. And I do it through my overall platform of engaged video marketing. Now I start seeing your story coming together. And I understand why Ben in Queensland is different than Jose in Mexico City, who is different than Laura in uh, Oxford, England, who is different than Bill in Phoenix, Arizona. Who are all offering the same thing but yours is different and it is better because of how you've built it it's proven but you're just not another guy out there selling
0: consulting boom park hal and now i understand even more um how much of an expert you are in this and just how how much of a wealth of knowledge you are, Um, and I really, we're not going to have time in today's podcast chat to work through the rest of the story cycle process. However, I would absolutely and strongly suggest to everybody listening today to dive into this process themselves. Um, Your workbook is, you you position it as a DIY workbook, um, and it's available to download on your on your website, it's thebusinessofstory.com dot com, And uh, how, just to kind of, I, I guess, encourage people to take this process on for themselves, um, how how would you best uh, encourage people to approach this process? Because. I'll be honest, it is a 64-page PDF. There is some detail in here, which gives it a lot of <laughs> immense value. Um, but how how do you recommend people approach this process to get the most out of it?
1: Well, it's 64, but don't scare them off, Ben, <laughs> because I do have examples in there. So half of that workbook is, is. showing you examples how to do it. Um, you you download the book, give yourself a date to get through it the first time. So because you can't just – you just won't do it unless you give yourself a deadline and then get into it and don't overthink it don't overthink it don't you know, go with your go with what your gut says write it out you, there are no right or wrong answers in any way shape or form through any of this stuff just capture your gut thoughts fill in as much as you can get through it and then go back through it again Sleep on it and do it again and start refining it and revising it to the point that now your business mind and your, and your, uh, your rational and your irrational mind are coming together and you're like, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. Share yeah. it with people. Share it with people whose opinions you trust and see what they say, and again, go with your gut as you continue to build this out. By the time you're done, my promise to you is you will have a foundation, a formalized story for your brand that will be clearer than it ever has been before you will truly understand what makes you different and how to even amplify that different in the marketplace so that, of course, you can grow revenue and amplify your overall impact. And that's why I go back to the purpose-driven company. And, Ben, my guess with you is your purpose is, sure, it's to make money because we all have to make money to feed the beast, to keep our businesses going. If we're not making money, we're not amplifying our impact. But it sounds to me what you're really trying to do your purpose is to help digital communicators be their very, very best in the most powerful medium going now, and that's video, online video. And that first starts by getting them, helping them create confidence in their own knowledge about the industry and how their clients can take advantage of it now create understanding of where that industry is going, and then create the competency for them to actually deliver the goods on behalf of their clientele. So everything is about that emotional uh, swell, that, that leveling up of your customer, helping them get what they want. And like I said, when they when you do that for them and your purpose is to help them become better, then your bottom line will take care of itself. Much yeah. grander than you ever
0: imagined. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely, and it's wrapped some uh, really beautiful storytelling around it as well, which, as as we know and as listeners to this podcast know, is so powerful. Um, so, look, Parkal, thank you very much for your time today. It's um, it's been awesome, and you know, I've got some work to do to uh, to continue working my way through and refining the the work I've already done in the workbook. So, you know, I've gained a lot of value from our chat today, and I'm sure uh, my listeners have too. So, what is the best way for people to uh, to reach out and find you is businessofstory.com, that's the place that's, to go? That's the place, that's where I have all my stuff. So there are free
1: downloads, tools, and uh, techniques that you can download there. You can certainly buy the workbook there. Um, and um, I'm available for speaking engagements, for one-on-one workshops. I have Storytelling for Leaders, which is a six-month deliberate practice program. I have Storytelling for Sales, which is also a six-month deliberate practice program. And I too will be, at the beginning of the year, launching my entire um, online training, online uh, uh, classroom, if you will, to take people through the three acts of the story cycle process. And you can invest in any one of the acts or you can buy them all three and be able to put this to use, to work on your brands to again, clarify your story, grow your revenue, amplify your impact.
0: That's awesome. I look forward to uh, to seeing that release. I'm, I'll uh, jump on that for sure. So Park, thanks for your time today. It's been awesome. And uh, yeah, as, uh, As you say, story on, I guess.
1: (laughs) Story on. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate being here.
0: So thanks again to Park for his truly generous and inspirational understanding of story. That was pretty cool, right? I know that I'll be going back and re-listening to this episode a handful more times as I continue refining the Engage video marketing story. And by the way, if you're interested in seeing how some of the story elements we refined through this chat have been applied online in my own marketing, then head on over to engagevideomarketing.com ebook and check out the language on the landing page there. And if you're keen, download my free ebook, Video Producers Blueprint for effective online video strategy. And as always, you'll find the show notes, links to Park and his workbook, and more over at engagevideomarketing.com episode 13. Now, I love my quotes to end the show, and this one's actually directly from Park Howell himself. He says, before anyone will buy into your story, you have to own it first. See you next week for another episode of Engage With Story.